0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the HTML All The Things podcast, episode number nine, Our Gear. I'm your host, Matt Lawrence, and I'm joined again by my co-host, Mike Coran. What have you been up to this week, Mike? Uh,
1: Yeah, Matt. Hey, so pretty much client work. We have a, a big contract, and it's just just grinding away, ton, tons and tons of work coming at us. Probably hundreds of hours actually coming up. Uh, so I'll have to really, really time manage to be able to get some HTML, all the all the things, content up because there's there's a few things that I really want to do and I've been kind of delaying since uh, with the wedding and all that. So I really want to get it get it up and running, and especially the website. We're working on the website now too. So lots in on the docket. Uh, what about you, Matt?
0: Uh, Same kind of thing, except I'm kind of leaning more toward HTML, all the things. So we've been kind of working harder on HTML, all the things, and I actually have a couple of updates. Um, One of them will come later in the show, but uh, we now actually have a Patreon. So I set up a Patreon, uh, I believe it was last night as of recording this, and uh, it's available at patreon.com slash HTML, all the things. And uh, one of the tiers is actually to get your own little shout out slash advertisement on the show. Uh, All the details are obviously on Patreon but if you're a fan of the show go go check that out for sure but other than that really I've been working on I've been working on client work as well and kind of we so basically how we were doing it was I would sort of recruit client work for small business clients and that type of thing and we kind of laid off on that since HTML all the things came around and so like we haven't been you know gaining new clients for me but I've been kind of finishing everything I was doing and all that kind of stuff is now coming to a close so now i'm able to do more stuff like set up the patreon and you know hopefully very soon get more content out especially that website which we mentioned literally every episode the uh the actual html all the things one website. of these days one, one of, these of these days but well, we have we have physical i don't know if we've shown this on social but we have physical physical what would you call it like something real we have so we have a tangible page like a skeleton of a page done so the like the yep. wireframes are done you know barring a few revisions here or there but the wireframes are done and then we also have the first view oh i guess i've been talking about view not showing it on my social mm-hmm. as well as the as well as the the socials for for html all I, the things so
1: i think you posted a little snippet on instagram
0: i think that might be right too yeah i was cuz i just got vs code set up on my desktop i think you're right there
1: mm-hmm. how are you liking it actually
0: vs code's okay um i really and this is like an old man thing i think i really don't like when things fill things in for me. So I like the suggestions. Cause like, there's a lot of CSS properties and I'll forget if it's justify dash content or justify content or like whatever, you know, random stuff. I'll just forget. Mm-hmm. So I like that. It gives me the suggestion in the little dropdown that, that appears. Cause it knows I'm like doing CSS. So it gives me a couple suggestions and I'll be like, Oh right. It's there's a dash here or whatever. But I really don't like when it completes my curly braces and I actually get several problems like compiling issues because I'll put them in myself and haven't realized that they've done it.
1: You definitely can turn that off.
0: I definitely can. I was looking for it Mm -hmm. and – but it was one of those things where I looked for maybe like three, four minutes and I was like, I'm going to fall down the hole of researching. So like I – because we had pushed off the site so long. I was like, I'm just going to do the – I want to get the skeleton done. 'cause, as we discussed in our first tidbit episode, which aired last week, um our first tidbit episode we we had like a discussion about how we were going to uh like you know get the skeleton and then you could start working on the back end, so I was like, I'm just gonna power through the skeleton, and what ended up happening actually, and I think I mentioned this I may have mentioned this on social I don't remember, but i got I got stuck on a directive because the the documentation and a lot of the guides actually show a different way to, I think it's a different way to declare components, I think it is. Uh, don't quote um, me on that, I'm it's, new it's, to it. So it's it. not,
1: I, I can I can explain it a little bit. So it's not component, like, it's it's actually showing the opposite of that. It's using view without components. So the, the initial documentation that you see with, like, the, the first Hello World view app right. is showing view without components, and then you just got to look at how to use components with view, and then that's where you get kind of what, what I, what my tutorial is based on.
0: Right, so I think one of the, yeah, so maybe maybe that would be a good thing to cover in the next, in your next article, because the one thing sure. I did get stuck on, uh, like, and it wasn't, like, it was beyond the scope of your article, to be clear, um, but the one thing I got stuck on was I was doing, I was just trying to do, like, a real basic open and close of a of a nav menu, like, on mobile, and, like, I mean, you helped me with this, and, uh, but just for the listeners, and we, I got stuck on that for quite a while, just because I didn't know where to put the the code that. Like they were showing in the examples and in the documentation. So I think maybe because that will be the next step for people, right? Is just doing basic control. Like, how do I open this? How do I show mm-hmm. and hide? How do I do this? And the way the reason why I got stuck is I, I had it working with just JavaScript, but I, I looked it up and I was like, well, there's a view, there's a view JS way to do it. And I should do that from the get go. I shouldn't mm-hmm. start, you know, cobbling together if I don't need to, especially for something as simple as show and hide. But now I know how to do it. It's like, it was super simple. I was just putting it in the wrong place. But maybe yeah, just something I, for the people.
1: I definitely intend to continue my tutorial, and that that was going to be part of the second, the second uh, thing is just like with all the other work and everything has just been put on the back burner. Yeah, of but, course. Uh, yeah, let I if anyone's out there, like an audience, let me know if if that tutorial has helped you, and if you if you need that second part out as soon as possible, I can definitely push it up the chain. So,
0: well, it's one of those things where I mean, obviously, I'm a bit biased, but when mm-hmm. I had. I always have the official docs open, but I had the official docs, a course, and then your article open the whole time mm-hmm. because I, I, I used it to remember the commands for installing and that. Cause I was reinstalling on my, on my, my desktop. So it's definitely a good guide if people just want to get started and just jump right in. Yep. So for sure. Uh, but of course we have a, a very packed episode for you guys this week. Um, so of course the episode's called our gear and we have several segments talking about just that, what we use our gear uh, and what we use to work with Um, as always we have a bunch of segments as well so segment number one is going to be our desktop setups segment number two is going to be our mobile setups segment number three is going to be other setups so kind of like a miscellaneous section and then the recurring section it's Mike's week this week for web news desktop pc versus laptop with a discussion based around that and uh, we'll get into that once we actually get there. Um, I'll jump right in here, uh, I think. Um, so basically, I'm just going to kind of introduce the episode uh, before I jump into the first segment. Um, so what what, I'm, what this episode is going to cover is, you know, our gear, like our computers, our tablets, our what have you. Um, but one thing I want to mention before we jump in is that gear can vary for everybody. Uh, some, some people find stuff vital. Some people find stuff like not vital. You know, maybe you really need a tablet. Maybe you really don't need a tablet. It doesn't really matter. Um, It's just one of those things where, you know, so make make sure you choose the gear that's right for you. Some of it's optional, some of it's needed, et cetera, et cetera. So always make sure of that. Um, And always identify your objectives. So identify the key objectives that you need and ensure that you purchase the gear that covers those objectives, those vital objectives, and then kind of worry about the luxury later. If you don't go out and meet clients, maybe you don't need a special tablet and you could save some money buying a desktop, for example, or something like that. There's a whole bunch of factors that you have to... Uh, keep in mind also this is the other kind of little announcement Uh, we joined the Amazon affiliates uh, program so full disclaimer um, some of these items in the show notes are going to have affiliate links for them Uh, we will receive a kickback for it because they are Amazon affiliate links if you purchase these products through the links Um, however I wanted to say full disclaimer here that we did not receive these items for promotion in any way we never requested them for free or anything we either purchase the items, and some of them are years old. So we either purchase the items ourselves, receive them as a gift, or in my case, I won uh, one or two of the items in a contest. But it's totally unrelated uh, to you know we're, we didn't we didn't receive these free from Amazon or anything in any way. So I just wanted to give a full disclaimer uh, about that right away. Uh, so let, I think we think it's time to kick it off. Let's let's do it. Segment number one: desktop setups. So uh, we'll jump in with my desktop setup first. So obviously, the desktop setup is literally just that. It's Right here, where I'm sitting right now, it's at my desk. This is what I have. So I have a custom PC. Uh, This was built when I was back in college. Uh, It's a a few years old now. So it's a a custom PC that was made for gaming and I use it uh, for development all the time. It's uh, I'll name out the specs. Uh, just I'll just do brief specs for you guys that don't care about them. But I have an eight core AMD processor. It's called the FX eight three five zero. I also have sixteen gigabytes of RAM, and that's DDR three. I have two uh, XFX seventy nine seventies in uh, Crossfire. Uh, I think it's called Crossfire X. It's, that means that there the, are two graphics cards and they work in tandem together. And I also, I'm also i also running Windows 10, of course. Um, I used to be running Windows 7 and I upgraded to Windows 10. Uh, actually, maybe a year ago, maybe a little less, something like that. Um, I use a... Now, I have written down here, I have a CM Storm, which stands for Cooler Master. So, a Cooler Master Storm Sentinel Advanced 3. Um, I actually am using the, the first version of that right now, number one, but I have a, 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 a number three in the shelf just cause this one's getting older. Like this is quite old, actually. Uh, I believe it's older than five years old and it's starting to get a little, little ratty cause I use it all the time, but this is a fantastic, uh, a really, really fantastic mouse. Um, it's a, it's a gaming mouse. It has, it has a, a forward and a back button. It has obviously your left and right click. It has your scroll wheel, but there's no really other buttons. There's some to adjust the DPI, uh, there's two there, like one up and one down. Uh, and there's one for like a profile to change the color. But for me, I do everything in red. So I literally set it to red and left it. The thing I love about this mouse is the shape is really, really fantastic. It's a bit of a heavier mouse. Uh, so I really, really enjoy a heavier mouse. And it does have variable weights in the bottom. And the third one is no exception. It has It has that as well. The real kind of unique thing about this mouse is that it has a screen on here. So the screen displays the DPI, but it also displays like a little image there. So you if you go into the software, you can actually put a little image in there. Um and you can put like a little logo, like they advertise you put your client tag or your um maybe if you're in like a <clears throat> excuse me, like you're in like a pro team for esports, you could put it in there. But uh that's I have like a little logo in there uh, with my DPI and I have it set to, um, it says uh, 800 and 800. So 800X, 800Y. I kind of like a lower DPI. I'm not one of those guys where I want the mouse to go from, you know, from the left to the right side of the screen in like less than a, a centimeter or something. Some crazy people do. I like a slower, more precise sort of experience and I'm okay with lifting the mouse up. So, but it's variable. That's the whole thing is the reason why I even bring that up is it is variable. You can switch it to whatever... DPI you need or want. And so that's a fantastic mouse. Um my PC, I've already mentioned the specs, but I have it all kind of decked out. I have it all glowing red, and red's my favorite color. So it's, it's all glowing red, of course. Um I've had a few problems with it here or there. Uh, quite a few problems actually. I I used to have three graphics cards in there. I had uh, the 27970s and a 7950 with this like crazy driver setup we had a while back, uh, but I got, I got rid of the 7950. It was causing some issues just just with some games and stuff like that. And I just had the two seventy nine seventies. One of them had to be armade, made. So one of them is like a return unit. Like it came back. I got another one. I've had like several fans go, uh, I've had a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a problem with this. Mike can attest to this. Cause I don't mm-hmm. really like working on my PC. I used to be in it, but I really, I really don't like doing it. And I've had like lots of fans go lots of like weird things happen. We had a problem where the, the, the cooler, like the CPU cooler, it gets quite a large cooler and um, it was resonating. So it would like go like, bop, 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 when I started, it would like shake. And so what I had was I had like this bracket and I had a piece of plastic that I like taped. So that it would like, it, this is, don't do this at home. But like, I had like, so it would it would like hold. it was, it was a piece of plastic taped to a bracket that was below the CPU cooler. And I had this piece of plastic, like leaning up against the CPU cooler, which is something you really shouldn't do, but it would stop it from vibrating as much. And it was like, I had that running for about a year. And then we went to a Canada computers and we told the guy and the guy said, that's really weird. And I said, I know, I said like, we, I've had noise problems in the past, but like, we figured the guy said, is it loose? Cause like, you know, obviously if it's shaking a bit, it sounds like it's loose. And we said, no, like we took off the, the fans cause the fans are removable. We took off the fans and we checked the, you know, we checked the, uh, the torques or whatever they are. And they were, they were tight. Like they were fine. And it was like, it was hanging on there fine. And the guy said, well, you know, if you don't want to, like, reseed it and everything, which I didn't, if you don't want to reseed it and everything, get this, you know, get like, a, get the single Corsair fan and uh, put it in there. So we put this single Corsair fan in there. It's, like, some levitation bearing or something. It's super quiet, and it glows red. Of course it does. But there's normally two fans on it, on this, and I, I took away the one, so I just have the one fan on there, and it's really, actually, really, really good. It's really, it's, it's like, it, it helped. Like, it's really quiet now, so that's good. Um, I'm going to knock on wood after saying that. Um... <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, I mean, the computer, the computer works, like I do everything on it. And the fact that it has gaming spec is, I mean, some people will just say, why don't you just get an office PC? I do everything on this PC. I, I, I do everything you could possibly imagine. I, I'm in another podcast. So I do all my editing on there. Uh, I do, I do all my editing on for that thing. I do like video editing for a YouTube channel for our YouTube channel. I, you know, obviously play games. I do all my work. So this PC does everything and I need the specs and that's what it's for. Um, You know, it's getting to the age now where maybe like I'll need to be looking at something new and that, that'll, that'll actually be what uh, segment three is going to kind of segment three and web news is going to kind of touch on. So I won't go into that too much, but, um, but yeah, like a, I like the gaming spec, you know, you could go a little bit under what I did, but that's just, that's me. Um, For my keyboard, I like an older keyboard. Uh, I have a Logitech G15 keyboard. Again, it's a gaming keyboard. It has a screen on it. I don't really use the screen. I just kind of use the keyboard. It's a membrane keyboard. It's not a mechanical keyboard. I really don't like mechanical click. I, I, I actually like, like a membrane keyboard. Uh, and it's not just cause I'm being cheap or anything like that because you can get, you know, mechanical keyboards relatively cheap now. Uh, sometimes even like on par with membrane keyboards. I prefer a membrane keyboard and I really like the Logitech feel. Um, so I, I have a G15 and I actually bought Mike's old G15 just in case so I could, uh, so I could have a backup. So I have two G15s in the house. Uh, this one here, this this is quite old. This has been on my on my desk for a couple of computers. I've gone through a couple of computers with this guy, and it's it's I don't know. It's really good. Like I I I'm I'm super quick with it. It's it's I like the feel. It's not super loud. It's like I I kind of go ham on my keyboard. I think Mike's made that comment because I've used his before when we were like mm-hmm. working together, and it's loud when I type. So a membrane just makes sense for me. And I think it's it's also probably because I've always used a membrane, so it's just something I'm used to. And like why switch because like mechanical at least at the time uh maybe a couple of years ago was more expensive so why would i force myself to switch to something more expensive when i like the membrane ones so that's that's my two cents on that and it lights up it has a backlight it's orange and my only complaint is that it's not red but you know of course <laughs> um well because everything else is red on the desk so like it's a little bit ridiculous i even tried to make my desk light up red at one point so um anyway i like red uh for recording and anything else uh including business meetings because i don't like having a headset on normally i do have a headphones on now so that there's no echo but a lot of chat uh, platforms will actually block the echo so i have a i just have a desktop mic i have a blue snowball that's what that's what you're hearing me on right now and it you know it's fine i bought it for like it was 99 dollars canadian uh, a while ago it, it's not the snowball ice it's like the proper metal one if you will as like the proper stand and that type of thing it's a it's a nice it's it's fine it, it works i use it for streaming sometimes i stream on twitch occasionally so it you know it works really good uh i think mike bought the same one around the same time as well so you're hearing him on one of those too yep. and uh, the only the only complaint i really have about it is that the stand i wish could go a little bit lower because the legs are a little up mm-hmm. but that's really it like there's no real problem and it has like kind of like a proper i'm not an audio guy so you know take this with a grain of salt but there it has a, a proper screw and little pivot thing on the actual mic so if you had one of those arms that comes down like the i think they call the i can't remember what they call it, like a boom arm i think if you take one of those boom arms and it has like the proper like screw you could actually screw it on there like, almost like if you think about how a camera mounts to a tripod this has like the proper mic version of that so yeah. Like I, so that that's an option too. Um, of course, you know, make sure it's compatible if you're looking at buying one of these. Four mm. four uh, head four headphones. Um, I have an older set of headphones just because they work. Like again, I don't really wear them that much other than when properly recording. And uh, I have a steel I have Steel Series Flux. Uh, I have the white uh, the white and red ones. They're branded with Guild Wars too. It's a video game. Uh, but I bought it at a, an expo years ago for super super cheap. It was like one of those crazy deals at an expo. It's like twenty five bucks or something but they're, they're super comfortable. I prefer an on ear headphone. So, uh, cause my ears get really hot if I do like over ear, I just don't like them. So, uh, an on ear headphone is definitely my favorite and they're like, they're, they're great. I only use them. I c so basically what it was, was they have like the head, like a traditional headphone thing, sort of like, um, if you compare it to like Beats or something, if I were to compare it to a pop, to a, to another popular brand, um, so they had the headphones, but then the mic was actually in line. And you can put the, the cable in either ear. But what I've done is I don't use that microphone. I use the blue. So I literally just have, you know, a microphone extender going to my speakers, uh, which, I'll get, which I'll touch on in a sec. My speakers, because they have a headphone out. And then I literally just just have the audio coming to it. And I really, I really enjoy them. And I bought a special uh, red uh, headphone cable because I'm like that. <laughs> so there's, I spent $15 on a red cable instead of like three dollars on a black one but you know um that that's the way it goes yeah uh and so mm-hmm. on my desk i have uh a bose i have I have desktop speakers because that's i prefer that i have a bose a bose companion 2 series 2 multimedia speaker system so these are i believe uh, um don't fully quote me on this these are one behind what's out right now these are a few years old i purchased them i don't know if they were on sale from future shop which is a a chain that no longer exists, but I bought, purchased them from Future Shop rip. for, nine. I think it was right on, ninety nine ninety nine Canadian, and uh, so that's $99.99, to be clear, Canadian, and uh, they're just, I just, they're a really nice speaker, they have like a headphone out, they have a real nice dial, it's like a weighted dial, they sound really good, I listen to podcasts while I'm working virtually all the time, like I just rip through, like people say, man, these three hour podcasts are killing me, well, I literally need like three or four to get me through a day sometimes, so... I just rip through podcasts. I'll even like re-listen to podcasts. It doesn't bother me. Uh, and I'm not, but one thing to be clear is I'm not an audiophile in any way, um, to be clear. So I, I, but these sound really good to me. They're really like really clear. And I can tell the difference between this and like just a Bluetooth speaker, like just some cheap Bluetooth speaker. So they're, they're, they're really good quality for, for myself. There was another, there was a, there's another like, um, step up of course that has like a proper subwoofer and stuff, but. I'm not, I don't care about that to be honest. Um, so that, that's, that's my desktop setup there. Um, I didn't write down my screens, but I have two, I have two monitors. I have one that's, that's rather old. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's only 900 P it was 1440 by 900. I believe that that means it's 900 P it's a Samsung monitor. That's just my, it's just my side monitor. It's in like reading mode. It gets colors are all like orangey and stuff to block all the, the blue light or whatever, just because it's just a side monitor. I just throw stuff to it. And then my main monitor is a larger one. Um, it's, I don't, I can't remember the dimensions, but it's a larger monitor anyway. It's, it's in the twenties, 20 inches somewhere. And in the high twenties, I think. And it's again, just a generic, I don't, I'm not into all that. Like, man, I need like this crazy monitor. It's 4k and this, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'll just go to the store and be like, w- give me the hundred dollar monitor. Uh, I don't care. So, but I always buy Samsung. So th- this is, a, this is a Samsung hundred dollar monitor and I just use it like it's just HDMI and that's it. So that's, that's it. Like I just, just a gen- that's why i'm not mentioning much about it it's just a generic samsung monitor but i like the samsung panels so that's that's what i'm using so that's that's my that's my desktop setup oh uh one other thing actually i didn't write this down i forgot uh i use the steel series mouse pad uh as well but i use the hard top one so it's like a small cut one and it's, I don't like that cloth crap. So I like, I like a, a hard top one because my mouse, I believe it's called like laser or whatever, where you can't, it's not optical where you see the, like where you see the, the like red light. This is like a laser mouse. And I, I didn't like the cloth, the cloth one didn't, I don't like the cloth and I didn't think it it kind of messed with my mouse a bit. It could have been placebo cause I don't like cloth that much, but, uh, but yeah, I have like the hard top still series mouse pad. And, uh, again, just to be clear. Some of the, some of these, not all of it, because some of it's older. Some of it will have affiliate links in the show notes. I'm going to pass it on to Mike now, though, for his uh, his desktop setup. Go ahead, there, Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll start off the same way that Matt did. So uh, my com- my computer is recently built. Like I think was it probably less than a year ago now. Maybe just a year around that time. Uh, it's when. The new AMD platform came out, Ryzen. So I uh, I built it. It has a Ryzen 1800X. Uh, I did not overclock that since it's already running pretty fast. I have 16 gigs of DDR4 RAM that's running pretty quick, pretty fast, because Ryzen benefits from that, from what I've read. Um, I have a Samsung 860 512 gigabyte SSD. I highly, highly recommend using an SSD if you're doing any sort of development work, because just 100 times faster than regular hard drives and it it, even if you have an older computer uh just grab an ssd it doesn't have to be the one that we link in in the description but just grab an ssd i'm i'm telling you you're gonna have like a way better time this is the one upgrade that will make your life so much better and it's actually a fairly cheap upgrade now ssds have come down in price crazily over the last uh couple even a couple months like i just got a five 500 gig ssd for 80 dollars canadian which
0: holy you, god
1: yeah i just bought one i mean it's it's an it's a you know a little bit worse ssd but like i i'm just putting it in a side computer like a, a backup computer so it's really not that bad
0: uh, ssd is literally the miracle drug of computers that works it's not like a miracle drug like a snake oil salesman sells it's a real it's a real performance booster it's yeah. it's, it's serious
1: yeah, it's it's like I put an SSD in uh my old MacBook, uh the, my testing MacBook, and it it all of a sudden is a 2013 MacBook, and it's all of a sudden running kind of like a new computer, like an ultrabook. So, yeah, highly recommend SSDs. But for graphics, I have a Vega 64 eight gig graphics card, which is a beast, like he, amazing graphics. Um, and then I have Windows 10 running running on it, just re- Windows 10 oh, Professional actually, Windows 10 Professional. So. That's kind of my computer setup. Uh I have a little case. It's a micro ATX case. It's not like the smallest, it's not mini, but it's uh, it's nice cuz it doesn't take up too much room. Uh it looks nice. That's really it's really all I care about. It's not it's not too loud. Uh I think sound is definitely a major thing with me Is like if if the computer's too loud, it's just going to bother me. So I try to make sure that when I build computers, I get the, you know, I spend a little more money on fans. You spend a little more money on the graphics card so that the fans are or quieter, so that that would be my recommendation for you. But we'll have some of that link below or in the show notes. Um, so, yeah, the computer I pretty much just use uh, for all my day-to-day development tasks. Oh, shoot. Come on, Mike. Yeah. Good stuff. Middle of the show right. here.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Good old phones. Uh, so, yeah, so computer I pretty much use for, for day-to-day development tasks, and it's... It, it does everything I needed to do, and it does it faster than my old one. So I actually had the same platform that uh, Matt has with the older AMD eighty three fifty, which is actually I think seven years old now, Matt. So uh, it's, I, it's I, quite... I don't
0: I lost track of time after college.
1: I know I understand that. So like I'm I don't so, I don't so know. I
0: I always say that this computer is four years old, but I feel like that's that's uh it's yeah, either a lie or, or for I'm like just wrong. Three years. <laughs> yeah, I'm just probably wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, but like, like, like you said, it really does everything you needed to do. Um, and it, and it did for me too. I, I just happened to get a good deal on a computer, so that's why I upgraded. But if I didn't get that deal, I would have definitely stayed with that computer and, uh, I would have been probably fine. The only, the only place I really noticed a difference is obviously gaming, uh, which isn't a huge difference, but I definitely noticed it because I actually bought a, a new monitor and I'll, I'll explain about that in a second. But the other thing is a compiling Android applications. So when I compile now, it maybe takes like one fifth of the time that it took before. Uh just because this is a true eight core 16 thread processor, it's it's a beast. Uh so it it definitely shows its legs uh during compiling of any sort of code. Um so I'm I'm happy with that. But other than that, the older platform, like the one that's Matt Matt's using, really it's still it's still very relevant. Uh my wife actually uses it now as a render farm so she kind of just does 3D rendering on it and it does that pretty pretty well to be honest.
0: Tech has plateaued like we like we bought we bought yeah. overkill for the time but it's not it's not like back where I always think of the old IBMs where people were buying IBMs mm-hmm. for their home and it's like you buy this IBM you know in this like in 1999 and then 2000 it's shit. It's yeah. not like that anymore. Like not I, even close.
1: I, I 100% agree and yeah, like, I, that's why I recommend when someone, like, suge- asked me for a suggestion, was like, what should I buy? Should I buy this, like, $400 HP laptop? I'm always like, no, like, I understand it's really cheap, but if, like, if you just spend that, like, you know, spend that $1,000 or in that range for a laptop, it doesn't have to be, like, two, $3,000, but if you spend, like, a decent amount of money or, or a decent amount of money on a desktop, you're going to have that thing last you. Like, it's going to last for a while, and you're going to enjoy it for I don't know. Like Matt's been enjoying it for seven years now. So like, yes, he ha- he's had had some problems, but I think that was just luck. Like some some lemon issues with fans, especially. Like we had a huge amount of issues with his fans.
0: Like literally um, eight literally eight fans, and I have filters on them. Like it's not like they're getting dusty and everything. Like I have proper filters on my yeah. in, on my intakes.
1: And unfortunately power supply. Both of us have had, had the same power supply and both of us have had to RMA it. I actually had to RMA my power supply twice. Definitely but a bad again, badge. Definitely a bad badge. I think it was yeah, exactly. We we bought it from the same like uh supplier and same time around the same time and yeah, it was just just unfortunate. Uh but other than that, it's been great and the fact that you can kinda change stuff up, like I'm I'm more I think I'm I enjoy it more than Matt does. I still don't want to do it all the time because it's still a weight, a time sink. But I kind of like going into my computer and like upgrading it, changing it up. Like I, I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. I don't want to, you know, excess spend an excess amount of time. I'm not an enthusiast, but I'm okay with it, which is why I've been sticking with custom built PCs. But we can get, we're gonna get a little more into that in the web news section, I think. So let me move on here. I'll move on to the. To my key to my keyboard so I have a corsair strafe keyboard um, now I, I think I have an older model because it's not RGB it's just red uh, matt you would you would enjoy it but um Heck yeah but it's a mechanical cherry red switches it's not super loud but it's definitely you know louder than a than a membrane but I I, I don't know I, I like the feel of it I always like those old uh, IBM keyboards and I think that's like that's what I learned to type on So I think that's why I like mechanical now. So like Matt learned to type on membrane; he still likes membrane. I think for me it was the opposite. That's why I've moved on to uh, mechanical, and I've and I've had this keyboard for probably about five years now. And it's I spilled I spilled a whole beer on it once. Um, I don't know what is what is with me and spilling stuff beer on like electronics. (laughs) Didn't you do that
0: to your to your uh, like? I mean, I'm sure you'll get into a beer ultrabook too.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I I spilled a whole beer. It's it's a whole one too. It's not a little bit. I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me and beer but like it's not like I was drunk either it was my first beer on both occasions anyway so don't drink beer around your electronics i guess that's that's a good lesson um i'm still going to continue doing it i don't care
0: <laughs> god come on now
1: yeah. <laughs> but anyway so even after the beer i kind of opened it up cleaned it out and it's still running running just as good as it was before uh so i'm not going to be upgrading probably anytime soon If I do upgrade, I might just get the same keyboard with RGB so I can maybe move away from the red and, you know, be somehow different than Matt. Because right now I'm also all decked out in red here uh, just because it's necessity due to the fact of the components I bought. Um, So, yeah, so that the keyboard mechanical is my is my preference. So that's just that Uh, mouse. I'm using a Logitech G502 Protus Spectrum mouse. So the G502s are uh, really good mice. Uh, it's it's corded. I'm not using wireless quite yet, although I maybe when I move to a new apartment or a new house, I am thinking of going all wireless for my components just because I like that minimalist look on your desk. Um, but for now, everything's wired. Uh, and this mouse is really, really nice. Really, really good hand feel. It kind of like My hand just kind of fits right into it, Uh, has all the gaming attributes that you would want, has a great sensor, has all the DPI changes like Matt was talking about. It has a free, it has a switch so that you can switch your uh, scroll wheel into free flow mode. So you can kind of like fling it and it'll like scroll on its own almost, Uh, which is nice for like news websites or something like that. Not so nice when you need any precise scrolling, but you can always switch it back as just like a little switch right near your uh, index finger. So it's not too bad. Um, yeah, definitely recommend this mouse. It's also RGB. So I'm, I'm ready for switching up from the red, uh, eventually in the future. Uh, I would say the only knock on it is it's a little heavy and it, it does have variable weights, but I've t- taken all the weights out and it's still a little heavy. Um, I'm not sure if that's because of the cord being heavy or the actual mouse. I've heard both online, but anyway, that preference thing. So next, uh, let's talk about the headphones. So my headphones are Sennheiser HD598s and they're open back headphones so they're over ear but they're also open back which gives them kind of like a let's air through them and it lets sound escape them and it set let's sound in so I like open back for working because I like to know what's happening around me I don't want to be surprised by like some you know knock on the door I want to make sure I, I know what's what's going on around me and I like the fact that they're open back as well because like Matt was mentioning usually over ear headphones uh, make your ears sweat, but open back is great because it lets like the air vent through and cools down your ears a little bit. They're they're super light as well. And the sound is like really, really good. They're definitely the best headphones I own and I've ever owned. And I think I've had them for about four years now, and they have not shown any signs of wear. The only thing I've had to replace is the cord. Uh, and the only reason I replaced the cord is because the, the cord that came with it was way too long for me. So I actually bought like a third party cord just so it's, uh, just so it's a little more tidy and I'm not like the cords, not like dangling up at my feet. Um, so yeah, those, those things are great. Uh, I, I use headphones pretty much all the time when I'm at my computer. Cause I like to listen to some sort of like maybe jazzy music or some sort of like chill hop. Um, maybe a little bit of like a little bit of some dance techno music sometimes when I'm really, when I need to like have higher energy for coding. So I like to have something on in the background and yeah, headphones, headphones work for me best because I'm in a house with more, more than one person. So don't want to bleed out all the sound to everyone. Uh, so yeah, then, then, and then we have the same, the same microphone. So I won't mention too much about that. Uh, it's de- definitely, I think the next upgrade for both of us would be that boom arm so that we can have it right up to our mouths. But I think the, the sound quality has been pretty good even without that. Uh, so thanks to Matt, he does some pretty good editing for us. Um. So well,
0: the next thank, thing, thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah, no problem. The next thing I want to talk about is my monitors, and like like Matt, I didn't actually have them written down, but I really should have, because one of my monitors is really nice. It's an it's an ASUS monitor. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the model number is, but anyway, it's it's, uh, it's we'll, a we'll show note it. Yeah, we'll show note it exactly. So it's a 1440p monitor, 1440 FP. and so that's a above full HD. Um, and it has 144 Hertz refresh rate and it supports a technology called FreeSync. So my video card is an AMD video card. They have the technology called FreeSync built in so that it has adaptive, it's called, it's an adaptive sync technology. So if you've heard of vertical sync in games, uh, where it'll try to make, prevent your screen from tearing, from looking, from looking really like stuttery when you're playing, uh, especially with older games, uh, this kind of does it on a hardware level so you would turn off the 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 stuff in game for for the vertical sync and you would turn on free sync and it allows everything to be kind of smooth even even when your frame rate's really high or really low so that's all i'm going to mention on that but it's it's kind of a cool technology you can look it up and that's why i have this monitor it also has really good srgb color reproduction which i need for doing any sort of development work um I have a secondary monitor that's a Samsung actually and it's it's also decent, but uh the color reproduction on it's kinda not great and it's got that weird um magic tilt. I I think Matt you have a monitor that has this where it's where they don't they re- don't
0: tilt it. They don't they don't let you tilt it, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, let, they, I'll let you they, explain it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they
1: they've tilted it themselves and then their their technology makes it look like it's not tilted but you can't tilt it. But they've tilted it themselves, so I, I don't really understand why they have to <laughs> tilt it in the first place. They just don't yeah. tilt it. Don't. Why do they have to come up with technology that prevents us looking at looking like it's tilted? Like, I don't know. It's called magic tilt. It's weird. But anyway, the monitor is not not too bad, especially as a secondary monitor. My primary monitor is twenty seven inch. My secondary monitor is twenty four inch, and it's 1080 p. Um. So I have I have I I haven't actually had any issues. But I, like before, you would have issues if you had two different resolutions monitors but for me i've actually it's actually really smooth with the new windows 10 version so i'm not i'm not complaining about that i definitely i definitely would recommend a setup like this if, if you can afford it these monitors are not cheap the the big ones uh with the, with the higher resolution and the higher refresh rates the thing i've noticed with the higher refresh rate the 144 hertz a normal monitor is usually like 60 to 75 max uh I the eyes actually my eye strain has it's helped my eye strain so I can stare at my monitor for a while because there's less blurring around when you're moving the mouse there's less blurring around when you're moving a web page uh, it's just I, I've had issues with eye strain before and I, I think this has really helped with that so uh, work wise definitely also recommend a little bit of a higher refresh rate for people that have issues with eye strain. Uh, so that's about it for my desktop setup. I'm just looking around now to see if, uh, if there's anything else interesting. I mean, I have speakers. Uh, so I use a mouse pad from this, uh, site called prime cables and they have their own company called mustache and it's just like a really cheap mouse pad, but it has a wrist rest built in. Okay. Uh, It's a soft top. So like your shitty soft top, but like I, I kind of like soft tops and I've always used soft tops. And especially for my wrist, like this, this wrist rest really has helped with wrist strain. Uh, the only thing, the only negative about it is it's kind of small. Like I would have preferred a tiny bit bigger mouse pad, but I have my DPI set high enough where I don't have to move, move around too, too much. So it, it, it's been okay so far. Um, And yeah, my speakers are just regular, like some older Logitech stuff. I'm not going to go too far into them because there's nothing fantastic about them. Like if you, if you type in Logitech on Amazon, I'm sure you're going to get the the speaker that I have at the top result. Uh, so I think just, I'm just going to quickly cover the server that I have in my house, uh, that Matt and I set up. So I have, I, I just bought an old computer from some guy off, uh, off a site called Kijiji, where it, in Canada it's kind of our, our Craigslist. Um, so it's just a used AMD based computer. I can't remember what it actually is and I don't think it really matters, but it's, it's older. All it, all it does is run Windows 7 Ultimate and I have it, uh, I have it set up with through RDP, so I don't have a monitor hooked up or anything to it. I just hook into it from whatever computer I am at home. I'm on at home, and it it's right now primarily used as a backup solution, and it backs up to a NAS that we have. And uh, the NAS that we have is a D-Link DNS 323, and we actually got it for free off of uh, one of our clients, and he was just he, he, we, we went over there. This was actually back in our IT days. We went over there and he's like, my NAS isn't working. And we went down there and we're like, well, okay. Yeah. There's a light not on. And then we went into like the back end of the NAS, uh, through the web portal and we realized it was working and we're like, okay, so I, I think it's working. And he's like, well, I don't like the fact that that light burnt out down there because I like to look down and see the fact that like, if, if both lights are on, then I know that it's backing up. And we're like, it's working, but, but yeah, like we we looked it up online. Said like the lights burn out sometimes, but it still runs. So, but he he was very adamant about the fact that he needs to see that light. So he bought a new NAS anyway, and he's like, "Do you guys want this?" So we took it. It's a really nice NAS. So we have two three terabyte drives running in there in RAID one, and uh, it's backing pretty backing up pretty much our our uh, cloud storage just in case. And it kind of does incremental backups, so we have some versioning control just in case we delete something by accident. Um. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for desktop and like server stuff, unless you can think of something else that I have, Matt.
0: I, I don't like think that. so. I think I think in terms of the because most of the other stuff's mobile, right? Like it's
1: yeah, yeah. We gotta we're gonna definitely get into that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's 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 move on. Let's move on to mobile. So I'll let you uh, you start off again.
0: Right. Um, actually, I just want to mention one thing I, I, when we were talking about the the screens and that it made me think of. It made me think of a, a story, a really brief story from work. But when I, when I used to work at BlackBerry, the, there was a guy I used to work with and he, I used to always like mention the new parts and stuff. And like, he would always ask me about questions like, you know, what's this smartwatch doing? What's this phone, you know, whatever, like all the new stuff. And then I remember one day he told me, he said, I always ask you this because, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, but he's, he said, I always ask you this. Cause he said, I'm at a point in my life where I literally don't care about stuff that works about about the newest stuff he says i only care sorry if it if it works so he only cares if stuff actually works for him and he had this old blackberry where the buttons in the front other than the keyboard didn't work and he yeah. said i'm able to access those functions with the touch screen i don't care and he said I, I he's like you're at the point in your life where you care and he's like uh i don't and i think i and i, I always thought to myself i'm like that's crazy i would never reach that point and that's why i hate going into my pc because i don't care i just I feel like I'd, you
1: reached that point immediately i've like reached that, that point
0: been, immediately to yeah. an extent well i mean we built it the fact that we built it like i could have just bought a pre back then
1: that's true yeah you were you were you were at least interested enough to try building it but yeah i think i think that was like one of those like oh i tried it now i know i don't want to do this anymore that could be it too i yeah. don't think it was a progression over time i think it was just like an immediate like I don't want to have this headache and that's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's why there are pre-built. That's why companies do build you computers themselves, right? Like you can go to a NCIX or sorry, you can't go to NCIX anymore, but you can go to a new and get them to build you a computer, right? Or
0: Canada computers even.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or Canada computers. Exactly.
0: So, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I just thought that was an interesting, it's an interesting development where I was always the guy. I was like, no, what the hell are you talking about? And then like, immediately I was like, Jesus, I don't want to do this. Yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> um so okay let's move on to segment two then uh segment two mobile setups so obviously our mobile setups is just that uh what we have on the go so i have my main computer and this was purchased when i was in college as well it's an older one it's a lenovo y500 laptop it's a uh it's a gaming computer and it it glows red uh of course it does and uh, it's a gaming laptop and it has it has two cards in it um I can't remember the name of the card now, but there it's an NVIDIA card. Uh, graphics card is what I'm talking about. So it has an i7 in there. Uh, I can't remember how much RAM it has, but it has uh, two cards, two NVIDIA cards in SL. I think, oh, 650M, I think it is. Yeah, I think so, it was a
1: 650. And I think yeah. you have 16 gigs of RAM.
0: Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Uh, but it's the first Wi-Fi 500. Um, but I, I didn't, like, it's older. So, like, you, you wouldn't buy this today, which is why I didn't really write down many details regarding it. Cause it's a, cause they have like, I think the Y series is still going. It's like their gaming series. So you, you know, if you want to buy something similar, I would buy like a newer one if you could, but Mike has the same laptop as well. He got it second uh, secondhand from, uh, from one of the, one of our colleagues. So, uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's my kind of like my powerhouse laptop. If I go to someplace and like, we're going to do a land or we're going to just play some games, that's what I'll bring. If I'm just going to do some work or if I'm going to go show a client something, I have a, an ultra book. Well, kind of an Ultrabook. I guess it'd be convertible, uh, hybrid, whatever you want to call it. It's a Samsung Galaxy Tab Pro S. I also have the pen with it. So basically, it's a tablet that runs Windows 10 Pro, and it has like a keyboard cover that came with it, and uh, I bought the pen, and with that, I also use the Microsoft Sculpt Comfort Mouse as well. So that's a Bluetooth mouse, and that's like my little mobile computer setup. So it, I, I do light tasks on that. Like, it only has, I believe it's four gigs of RAM, and it, you know... It's not a powerhouse by any means, but it has Windows 10 Pro and it allows me to show clients stuff. It allows me to um, quickly like design things or mark things up. I mostly use it to mark things up these days uh, with the pen. So I'll like mark up documents or what have you with the pen uh, on the go. Uh, it's also kind of like my messenger bag thing. So my, my Y500, which is my laptop, like I mentioned, that has like a full bag and like a full setup. And I'm going to mention some of the other stuff that's in the bag as well, but the the uh, the thin and light if you will the, the 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 tab pro s is all in my messenger bag with just like a, a charger and the pen and and the mouse of course and that's it so it's like a quick and it's a quick grab it's like I'm gonna grab a messenger bag and I'm gonna go show a client you know some wireframes or whatever because some clients do prefer to meet in person so there's that um, also I use it to write a lot so if I write something on medium uh, I'm gonna say fifty fifty it's either on my desktop that I've written it on um, or it's on my my tab pro s so i've written it on there just because i like to kind of just chill on the couch or whatever and write on there it's a pretty great it's a pretty great little device like definitely worth it uh for what we paid for it i think we paid i think like before tax it was like 750 canadian i want to say something like that and then it was a hundred dollars i think for the pen and uh, the only complaint i really have is i mean the ram like whatever but like i mean we didn't buy it for the power but the only complaint i really have is that it charges with USB C and the pen charges with micro usb that's kind of a uh, it's kind of a questionable choice, but whatever, I suppose. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so th- that's that's that. That's my uh, sort of main mobile setup. Uh, in, or- in order to, uh, to listen to stuff on the go, I have two solutions. I have uh, some some Birds. I have uh, the Jaybird X3. So I, they're the... I want to say they're the smaller variety, but they're the X3. And uh, so I use those. I use those all the time uh, when I'm out and about listening to podcasts or what have you. And then I also have, as a secondary solution, I have like sort of a traditional um, on ear, like head headphones. So the other, so the Jaybirds are earbuds. They go in the ear and then the, this is a Sony headset. So it's like a proper, not a headset, but it's a proper headphone thing. Um, I guess it has a mic too, so you could call it a headset, but it's a Bluetooth, it's a Bluetooth, head, Bluetooth headphones. Uh, they are the MDR-ZX220BT. Uh, could have probably came up with a better name than that, but they are, they don't really have much bass but they are really, really good for podcasts. voice voices come through that thing. Like seriously clear. You can hear things you have never heard before, at least in my opinion, not an audio file, full disclosure, but you can hear things that I've never heard before in, in podcasts, listening, listening on those things. They are super clear. The batteries last quite a while. They're, they're really good. Like for, I think I paid a hundred bucks for them. They're, they're really good. Uh, I, I I enjoy them. So if you, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, maybe give those a go, or maybe there'll, there'll be a new series out now. Cause I bought them maybe a year or so ago. Now uh, I also have in my, so in my, sort of like my gaming bag, the one where my, my uh, main laptop sits, I have a still series, uh vault tech mouse. So that's like a fallout mouse. Uh, that uh, it's like novelty, it's like a novelty still series mouse that, uh, that it's from the game Fallout. So it's specifically Fallout 4 for any gaming fans out there. And it's just like colored like it. And that's the mouse I use on the go. It's lighter. It's lighter than my Sentinel Advance. And uh, I don't remember if it has variable weights, but it's wired. And uh, like it's good. It's definitely like a really good like mobile mouse. So uh, if you're looking for one of those, uh, give that one a go. Uh, I also have, so going kind of more into phones now, I have... A uh, Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus, so that's uh, sort of been my main phone, and I've had my SIM in that for quite a while, actually, Uh, so I use that for, you know, any mobile stuff, you know, using uh, Adobe uh, Spark, or messaging people, or taking photos, or, you know, email, etc., 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 what people do on their phones, but yesterday, just yesterday, actually, as of recording this, I, well, this is the item, so I I won a uh, BlackBerry Key 2. And I just put my SIM in it. I just put my SIM in it yesterday. So I have a uh, silver uh, BlackBerry Key 2 uh, 64 gig model. So I'm giving that a go. I have bought a leather. I I don't don't think it's genuine leather. I think it's like the plastic stuff, but it's like I bought like a a leather case for it. And I had and I also have a glass screen protector on it as well. So I bought those for accessories to protect it. And uh, like I said, just put the SIM card in it and just giving that a go. Uh, one thing I will mention about it right off the cut, right off the, uh, right off the bat here is that I'm just t- just like taking a peek right now, but I haven't charged this thing, uh, since like, I think it wasn't, I think, I don't, I don't think it was yesterday. I think it was the day before. Now it was on Wi-Fi and I was using it occasionally and it was off sometimes. So take that out of grain of salt, but I didn't charge it last night and it's still at 30%. So like the battery is doing like, like a lot better than the S8 plus would for sure. Uh, and it's also the, the, the key to makes an interesting test device because it has a non-standard aspect ratio. So it's kind of a, you know, different screen, a little shorter and, uh, you know, it's just like a different screen than you would expect from a a smartphone, a traditional smartphone. So, you know, you can test websites and apps and that type of thing. The UIs, UI and make sure the responsivity works, you know, in virtually all conditions uh, on that device as well. So that's a sort of an interesting test device. I also have a smartwatch, um, which is coming up upon uh, its replacement cycle now. I think, it, I think I've had it for, I want to say, more than two years. So I used to use a Pebble way back. I had a Pebble Steel, and I was going to buy the new Pebble 2 or whatever they were going to call it. But then Pebble uh, died or got got acquired. And so I bought the ZenWatch 2. It was on sale uh, at, at the time that uh, the Pebble uh, disappeared sort of thing. So I, I, I have the Asus ZenWatch 2 and it's running to it's running where 2.0 so it's you know the most up to date as it, as it can be as far as i know and uh like i find it kind of slow now uh, admittedly it's an older watch um i didn't I hadn't realized it but i i i have actually had it for quite a while and i at the time that i bought it the zen watch 3 was out so like i mean i bought the older model and just just because i needed a replacement for my pebble and uh like i mean it served me till today and it it like this thing is a tank actually um, so like my, my pebble was like, like, I, like I, I always put a case on my, my phone because I don't want them banged up, but a watch that gets attached to you, it's going to get banged up. Like just like how clothes or shoes are going to get banged up. It's going to get banged up. So, uh, this, this thing's been through the ringer with me. Like, you know, it's been through everything like forests to formal events to whatever. And it has like a small scuff on the one side. Like the, the, the body is a tank. The screen is, the screen does not have any scratches on it the the band i have the original band the band is fine like it has like i mean it's kind of gross but it has some sweat stains on it from my wrist but like that's <laughs> that's really it like it's like it's it's my pebble was all scratched it was all banged up and it was metal so like the metal band like the paint was coming off and stuff and admittedly like i put that thing through the ringer too so it's not like as if you know it, it was a bad product it was just i was using it a lot and it was getting used but this thing i use it a lot and it's not Taking the abuse like or like or rather it is taking the abuse and it's just fine Mm -hmm. um so it's a solid solid like construction for sure so uh you know that kudos to asus for that for sure Uh, i think that pretty much covers my mobile setup Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you had any other comments or any questions about that mike but i think that basically covers it because it's you know it's just kind of a compliment to it's kind of a compliment to the desktop setup
1: yeah uh, yeah, for me, it's, it's kind of the same, the same way my mobile setup setup is definitely a compliment, but I like to use, I like to go out and like go to coffee shops. I like to go, um, lately I've been going to like the botanical gardens around here and I, I can just work there on a bench or in the coffee shop there, uh, which is kind of cool and nice out if it's nice outside. Uh, so I, I, I like, I kind of keep a backpack ready to go if I, if I'm feeling kind of claustrophobic inside my own house. So I'll, I'll kind of do a, what's in my bag portion of this. Uh, And also I'll talk about my phone a little bit. So we had a a longer discussion about phones last week. So if you want to take a listen to last week's episode, not the tidbit, but the one before that, uh, where we went into more in depth about what we feel about phones and phone technologies and Android in general. Um, But pretty much I've been using this uh, new, I got a new phone called the Asus Zenfone 5Z. Uh, it's available for purchase in both US and Canada from like Newegg or Amazon, stuff like that. Um, it's a little bit expensive from there, but I got it actually on eBay for a pretty good price with one of their coupons. So I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm fairly happy with it. It's got all the new newest techs, newest specs, so it's, it's running really fast. The battery's been pretty good. Uh, I use like work-wise um, on my phone. I do a lot of messaging, obviously, email messaging. Uh, phone calls is a big one for me, so like if, if a client calls, I'll have to answer it and make sure I can talk to them for a long time. And I had an issue with my last phone with the Nexus 6P where it had a kind of like an echo sometimes and clients were like, you know, rightfully so they didn't like it. Uh, the fact that I didn't have the greatest call quality. So that's why that was like a big thing for me when I was looking for a phone is call quality had to be good. Speaker phone quality had to be good. Obviously battery had to be good. Uh, everything else is kind of a bonus. So yeah, I'm I'm really liking it. Um, and the the Asus aesthetic kind of like I'm I'm I like the concentric circle, uh, shiny back, and that kind of leads leads into my laptop, which is also an Asus Zenbook. It's a three hundred and thirty UA, which is like their I would like I think it's their budget version, but uh, it's got like really really good specs. It's got like an i seven. Uh, it's a dual core hyper threaded because it's an ultrabook i seven um and then it's got 16 gigs of ram and 512 gig ssd so it it it's still pretty pretty beastly for a ultrabook it's really thin its battery life is great it's like i i want to say 10 hours sometimes on battery as long as i'm not doing anything intensive so it's really good for my you know excursions to go to a coffee shop when there's no plug around me or like botanical gardens or places like that uh that was a big thing when i was buying it cuz i i wanted to make sure that i could stay away from the wall charger if i wanted to so Uh, yeah, and really like I, my workflow on my laptop is very similar to what I do on my desktop, uh, with the exception that I don't use a second screen. So I have to flip between, between screens. Uh, it's a 13.3 inch screen, which I find just enough. Like it's on the borderline of being like, uh, just usable for, for me because, you know, you want to get as much code on screen as possible without having to scroll like a maniac. Uh, and I think next time I buy, I might go for 14 or 15 inch even because like, More screen real estate is easier to use. Um, The other thing is I was actually thinking about uh, last time I went to Russia because I do long trips sometimes. uh, And when I went there, I was thinking about getting like an external monitor, a USB powered external monitor. Didn't have to be anything fancy, but I could at least get something on there. But I decided against it because I didn't want to carry it, uh, carry another computer on my back. Um, so yeah, that's that's really my my laptop. Then we'll move on. Like I have the same mouse as Matt, which is the Microsoft Sculpt Comfort Mouse, and uh, great great mouse, good battery life, uh, Bluetooth, no no complaints there. Um, I'm I've been thinking about getting an MX Master. Uh, I think I think it's a Logitech MX Master. Can't yeah, remember. that's right. Yeah, Performance MX. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking about getting that. That might be a purchase in the future. Um, but really, I, I like the Sculpt Mouse, and I don't... Like, I like... I can also use the touchpad, so it's not a huge priority for me. Uh, so the other thing is headphones. I use a company called Bluteo. Makes these things called the Faith 2 headphones. And uh, they're really affordable. They're... I think I got them for, like, $60. And they have blue um, noise-canceling, kind of like the... Uh, bose qcs uh obviously the bose qcs are a lot more expensive i think they're in in canada i think they're in the 300 hundred dollar range regular price and they're, they're probably of a high quality i haven't i haven't used them before but all the reviews that i've read and seen have uh have shown them to be like really good but i really like these blue deals their battery life lasts forever uh I, as you can see with the trend with me is battery life is kind of like really important for me and the noise canceling is really good. Like I go on a plane, I turn on the noise canceling. It's not completely quiet, but it's quiet enough for me to kind of get into my own zone. I don't like the plane noise. I'm not a huge fan of planes, to be honest, even though I travel a lot. Uh, and the the sound quality's been really good too. I like I I don't have many too many complaints. So yeah, definitely check those out. Those are those are nice and affordable. Uh, the other thing is I backpacks important, obviously what what you're carrying. Uh, i have a bag smart convertible laptop backpack it's a nice like kind of a modern design uh it's got like a a darker gray finish seem like really good quality also very affordable in the 60 dollar range when i bought it canadian and yeah like there's not much to say really over audio about about a backpack but it's got all the compartments you need it's kind of like Laptop fits in it really well, I sometimes usually I carry two laptops in it because uh, my wife will come with me if i'm working and I'll put her laptop in there and it's no problem at all. so two laptops is no problem. I put my headphones in there, you know chargers whatever fits no no issue of size all look like, all the little compartments are organized. I like to keep everything kind of fairly organized so that I can find it quickly, especially if I have the time to do so um so yeah, definitely check that out then i, I then I have a a charger like a um a mobile battery with uh, 10,000 milliamps and quick charge. Uh, it's a Jackery. Unfortunately, I think they've stopped making them. I got a really good deal on it because I, I guess they were selling them off. Uh, but you, I, anyway, like they're, they're a- Aki and um, I, ca- I can recommend Aki and I can recommend, uh, what's the other one? Um, I can't remember the other one right now. But anyway, uh, there's pl- there's plenty if you type in mobile battery into into Amazon, usually the top ones are actually pretty good. I also use a supplementary 5000 mAh Xiaomi battery which is really thin and light and I sometimes if I'm going out and I'm not taking a backpack or anything with me I'll just slide that in my pocket just in case. Uh, I don't want to be stuck without a phone. I don't I don't like it when you have a really nice phone and you go out for like, you know, a, a long trip to a big city and all of a sudden you're stuck just not being able to use it, you're not be able to search anything online. You're not be able to use GPS. You're not able to use the camera because like you're afraid that it, like you have a whole day, you have to make it last. I, I hate that feeling, so that's why I kind of always try to plan ahead with my batteries. I, I, I like to be able to use the the, the equipment that I have. So that's that's, uh, that's that. And then the other thing, the little extra that I have here is uh, cable clip organizers. This isn't really mobile, actually, uh, but. Uh, I'll mention it now anyway, since, since it's, uh, since I brought it up. So for, for the desk setup more, more than anything, you can get these little cable clips and you can like, you mount them on the desk and you can attach cables to them so that the cables don't fall off. So, and it also keeps everything kind of nice and organized, um, nice and organized on your desk. And I kind of have them on my bedside too. So on my bedside, I have like a couple, like a couple cables for charging my phone for charging my watch. So that the cables don't fall off the the dresser and stuff like that, and I don't have to worry about uh, trying to find them under there or cables lying all over the ground. So, yeah, th- those are kind of those are kind of cool to have. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's really my mobile setup. My what's in my backpack per se. I think we can we can move on to the next portion, which is uh, which would be I guess test devices, right?
0: Yeah, so segment number three, other setups. So this is sort of miscellaneous because it's going to focus on test devices, but there's another small section, which Mm -hmm. I'm going to add to the end there. Um, So uh, you're done with that other segment, right? Didn't just cut you off. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, Alrighty, so test devices. So I have a couple of test devices. Obviously, I use my SA Plus and my Key2 to test, as well as various browsers on my computer. But my specific test devices are I have an iPhone 5 here, uh, which is which I'm borrowing from a friend, sort of long term borrow. I use that because it's a that's usually the smallest screen I'll support because it's a frickin' small screen. Yeah, so, um, yeah, because other other if you start getting too small, like then you got to start like if you start getting smaller than that, like some of the old Android phones, I ain't doing it. Like it's just it's not happening because like the, you got to take pictures away. It just looks it looks terrible. So mm. iPhone five, that's like my small device test right there, and then. For uh, for a tablet and a performance test, I use an iPad Mini, which is the original, and that's why it's a performance test because that that thing is old and it is slow and uh, yeah, like it's I don't think it gets the latest version of iOS anymore. I don't really track that kind of stuff, but it's old and slow, and that's exactly why I use it for that. Uh, so. I'll you know throw it, toss it up on the tablet, see how it runs. If it's you know choppy, is it this? Is it that? Can I make it better, et cetera? Because I know that some people have older phones or have the iPad MIDI, because it still works. So, you know, uh, that's that's basically my thought process with that. Mm-hmm. That's really it for my test devices. All the other stuff like I, like I said, Key Two and uh, S A Plus, and I used to use my G Four, but I just used my S A Plus now. So, uh, I think I'll pass it on to Mike because he actually has more. Uh, test devices than I do, for sure. Uh, So uh, take it away, Mike.
1: Yeah, so for test devices, uh, I actually have a test laptop. It's a MacBook. I think I mentioned it a couple times. Um, And I do a little bit of development on it, depending on if I have to do any sort of uh, Xcode work. So any sort of iOS development, so I'll, I'll bust out that laptop, but uh, I, I try not to use it too too much because it is an older one and the processor is is fairly underpowered. So I mainly use it for a Safari test or like compiling quickly a uh, a iOS application. Uh, so that's that's a MacBook 2013 pro I believe so that, that that's one of my test devices. Then I have a Lenovo Tab 10 tablet. so it's an Android tablet um, running I think Android 6. Uh, and it's it's a really nice little tablet, and it's, it's really affordable, does everything you kind of need it to do. I actually got my grandmother one of these, and she's loving it. Uh, it's kind of one of those, you know, like just, you know, buy it and use it kind of things. Don't worry about getting updates. Don't worry about the, the latest specs. It's just It just kind of works, uh, and I, I have this because one of our clients uses this as an actual production unit for their in, in-store installations, so It's it's really good for me to have to be able to test all of my work, like all of my layouts and all of my uh, production code on there. Uh, So I got this sent over from there. Uh, I also have an iPad Air two, which is also for client work. Uh, I we we have some installations using iPads, uh, so I need to be able to test on that. We actually our installations are using iPad Pros. I think the first generation ones, but the iPad Air two. Actually has very like very similar desktop resolution and very similar like layout uh, when when you look at the two of them. So I can easily get away with an iPad Air 2. It's actually my mom's, but I've kind of taken it at this point because um, she had never used it, and I just give it back to her when she needs it, and I don't need it. Uh, so then then there's a Nexus 6P for any sort of Android development. That was my original one of my original Android phones. I think the S4 was my original phone, Samsung S4, but Nexus 6P was my next one. Uh, great phone, but definitely had its problems with battery and definitely had its problems with, uh, just being very get, getting too hot because of that old Snapdragon 810 processor. So, um, and now it's just kind of sitting there cause it can run pretty much any, any version of Android I needed to, uh, I can flash it really quick. I know all, all, all the ADB, all the ADB stuff. I have a custom, uh, recovery on it, so it, I can, I can do all the, all the switching Android changes quite quickly, and that that's why I kind of use it as my test device. The other thing is we have a Nexus Seven, which uh, it's actually Matt's Nexus Seven. Uh, I think it's a 2013 or a 2012. I can't remember which which one it, it is. It's
0: but... it's the original one.
1: So 2012, I think. Then okay, so so it's a really old tablet, like made like developed by google and it, it's running stock android also good for testing the only thing now like we we used to have some installations with it for one of our clients so that's why i was testing but i think they moved away because it's way too small for any of the applications that we have now so it's just kind of sitting there collecting dust i guess uh, i could probably give it back to you matt actually
0: that it, can uh, collect, it can collect dust on my shelf then yeah exactly
1: <laughs> like it's it's really just sitting here uh, and
0: the other thing I have for
1: testing is this tablet mount holder desk. That's attached. It's not a desk. Sorry, it's attachable to the desk, so it's like a, it's like a little arm, uh, and it it allows me to have some save some desk space. So when I have a tablet for testing, I just kind of dock it in here, and it's just sitting there and hovering over my desk. Whoa, that and it's not taking up any space, which is nice. Uh, it almost acts like as a third screen. Uh, it makes it really easy for testing. So that's really that's really it for my testing setup stuff. Uh, I'm just trying to think if I missed anything. I don't think so. So I think we can move on. Uh, we have we're a little bit running a little bit over time. So I don't know if you want to quickly go over your smart home stuff, Matt, or do you want to just quickly go into the web news?
0: I we'll quickly do it. I mean we're sure. I mean it's gonna. It's going to go over now anyway, so it's, it's yeah, exactly. fine. Uh, it's no true. big no big deal. I mean, there's a yep. packed episode, so it's bound to happen. Yep. Um so okay, yeah. So for smart home stuff, I'll go quickly over it. My hardware for that specifically is I have a Google Home Mini. I also have an Echo Dot. It's a second generation, and I also have uh, a TP-Link smart switch. Um as well so basically uh you know i mostly use this type of stuff for uh for personal use like turning on lights and that type of thing which is why i mentioned the smart switch but one of the things is is that i have offloaded in my workflow doing calculations so i literally will just not going to say it because she'll hear me but like i'll literally just ask for the thing so it's like hey give me this like you know what's what's six times three or like whatever like obviously i know that but like a a more complex calculation and what it's done. And I'm actually um, thinking of writing a medium post on this is, is it's, it's interrupted my workflow. It's really changed my workflow. I should say, where I used to like think about it and then like pull up the calculator on the computer or like, like look up something. If it's, if it's not like a calculation, look up something on my phone. I now without hesitation, just ask. Um, And then with the echo, Uh, she will plug into Microsoft calendar, which is what I use. So then I use her to do all my appointments and that type of thing. And again, without thinking just, oh, I need to remember this and I'll just do it. Uh, I do use reminders through Google, um, through the Google reminders or whatever they call it sometimes, just so that it will, uh, remind me like on my phone with a notification. But generally for, uh, that type of stuff i do use microsoft to do because i prefer the microsoft ecosystem because i'm already in it so i might as well stay in it for the most part but a bit of a hybrid between google and bit of a hybrid between google and uh microsoft and then of course amazon as almost the liaison between them so there's like a whole bunch of that type of stuff so just i don't know something something that uh something to keep in mind like i mean if you have some extra cash to throw around it's definitely a luxury item something like that like having a google home mini in the in you know, in your office just to do calculations, you know, is a, is a larger expense for that, but it really just kind of changed. Like I'll just ask you questions. I did. So I don't even think about it anymore. I don't think like, Oh, I could ask my Google home for this. I just go and do it. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's like kind of a main, that's like kind of a main key thing. I think when adopting new technology is to have it just become part of the workflow without thinking. So, um, yeah, so anyway, like I said, we'll just gonna move on to the next segment, I think, which is web news because this is probably going to be a lengthy discussion, as well, this is Mike's week, so mm-hmm. uh, take it away again, Mike.
1: Yeah, no problem. So yeah, uh, the this week's segment is really relative to what we're talking about, and it's desktop PCs versus using a laptop with a dock discussion. So it's it'll be, it'll be a discussion like we usually do. I'll start it off by just kind of summarizing the, the points that we're going to be trying to make, and then after that, we'll kind of get, get into a nice back and forth. Uh, so pretty much, I'll start off with de- desktop computers. So the pro between a laptop with a dock and a desktop would be that uh, it's more—it's always more powerful. So I'm I'm talking like if you buy the best computer you can buy and the best laptop you can buy, the computer, the desktop computer will, will 100% destroy the laptop computer, even with all the advancements in the smaller nanometer tech that we have. Like desktop computers always benefit from that more. Uh, it's easier to upgrade. Uh, some laptops can be easy to upgrade, but desktops are always easy to upgrade. You just buy a new, compu- a new component from any uh, from any of the manufacturers that develop components and you slide it in there, update drivers. Maybe now that Windows 10 is out, upda- updating drivers is a lot easier. Uh, and customizable features so you want to have a wi-fi card throw in a wi-fi card you want to have uh, extra usb ports throw in a pci card with extra usb ports you want to have a cd-rom drive uh throw in a cd-rom drive you want to have uh, a screen on on there that displays your temperatures and stuff like that throw that in so like the customization with computers is obvious with, with desktop computers is obviously way more like much much more than than a laptop uh some some cons about computers though uh they might there might be too much of a time investment. So, like Matt was saying, like he, he had to go and research everything for how to build a computer. You have to, you know, you have to put some time into it. It's not hard. I want to reiterate that it's not, it's not difficult. But you definitely have to put some time into it. And your first build might take you a few hours, like maybe, maybe even to a day, because you're going to be doing it carefully. You're going to be going through it. Some people like it. Some people don't. Some people don't have the time to invest into it, and that's fully understandable. So that to keep that in mind the other thing is it can be finicky and tough to troubleshoot uh so you there are situations out there where you might have to replace almost every part in the computer before you figure out what it is like and it could be none of those parts it could be just a software issue so uh you have to be willing to be okay with that not to say that every computer you build is going to have an issue uh, but you have to be—you have to know that that there isn't there is a potential for there to be an issue just to, just due to the fact that there's so many different parts out there, so many different combinations. Some things are just not checked, so just be careful. Maybe look for something for someone that's already built uh, a computer with the exact same parts that you're trying to build, and make sure that they've gone through everything and they they say that it's that it's okay. Uh, Reddit, our build a PC, is actually a very good subreddit for that. Uh, you can always post what you're, what you want to build on there, and show all the parts that you want to use, and then they'll kind of critique it, and give you suggestions for what to change for best money, performance, and best uh, compatibility. So those are my uh, des- quick desktop points, and then let's move on to laptop with a dock. Uh, so it's really versatile. Like I mean, having a laptop with a dock at home. Like let me explain that a little bit. Uh, you have a, a nice, powerful laptop. Uh, it might not be the thinnest thing ever because you want to use it for gaming you want to use it for work you want to use it for productivity you want to use it for everything so you can kind of take it with you and then when you got home you have a dock like it could just be a USB-C, uh like uh, adapter with like you know multiple usb ports display port with all all the different uh things that you would need in a dock and that would automatically connect to your monitors at home and you can technically use your laptop monitor as an extra monitor as well Uh, so that's, that's what I mean by versatility, taking it with you, get getting home, using it almost like a desktop experience and mobile experience. So then, uh, a simple buy and use process. So like you kind of just go on a website, go on Amazon, go to Best Buy, go to a store, buy the laptop that you want, uh, with the specs that you want, and you don't have to put it together. You don't have to worry about that whole thing. Uh, and that also leads to easy warranty. So if something goes wrong, Uh, instead of sending back or finding out what part you need to send back, you send back the whole laptop, they'll fix it for you. Usually if you have, especially if you have a good, uh, a good company that you bought it from like Asus, Mac, Dell, Microsoft, I've had decent experiences with most of those. Um, so you're, you're going to have a good experience, like you're going to have a better and easier troubleshooting method. Uh, so then also it's now upgradable. Like, so you can upgrade even your video card technically, with a, through a USB, a Thunderbolt 3 interface, USB-C. So if you buy a laptop with you, with Thunderbolt 3 capabilities, uh, you're able to buy an enclosure, an external enclosure, which has a video card in it and just plug that in and it'll automatically make your laptop that much more powerful with that video card. It's not going to run exactly like a integrated video card through PCIe in a PC, in a in a, in a desktop computer, but it's still going to be significantly better than the video card you have inside your laptop usually, depending on the video card you get in that external enclosure, of course. And you can always change those out as well, which are also upgradable, also good. So the cons that I see uh, just off the top of my head would be uh, usually more expensive to get the similar performance of a desktop. So if you want to build, if you want to buy a laptop that has similar performance to like a, you know, mid-range desktop, you're going to be spending... A significant amount more on the laptop uh, to to be able to approach that uh, performance. Then there's some stuff that's not upgradable. So, some laptops you're not able to upgrade anything, uh, like everything's soldered on. Uh, Some laptops you're able to upgrade most things, uh, usually not the processor or the video card, but at least the RAM, the hard drive, uh, the Wi Fi card, stuff like that. So, that's always good. You can always be on the lookout for what's upgradable, what you want to upgrade, what you think you're going to upgrade in the future. that's that'll be up to you and then also once the warranty runs out you're kind of uh sol on repairs uh yes some of it's repairable by yourself yes you can take it to a repair shop maybe they can repair it but if it's something to do with uh, one of the major components uh like the like let's say the screen or the processor or the video card you're going to have a or the motherboard you're going to have a much more expensive and and lengthy process repairing it than you would with a desktop where you would just flip that component switch it out to something else uh, so yeah, th- those are kind of my quick overview points. So now I just want to get into a discussion with Matt because he's actually considering the laptop with a dock, uh, for his next purchase for his right. next computer purchase. Cause I, we like, we were saying seven years, I think it's going to be soon, right Matt?
0: No, four years. So you talking about
1: seven years, <laughs> yeah, four years for the last three,
0: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's, it's my, my laptop like sits in a bag. So it's like the same with my ultrabook. Like my ultrabook sits in a bag, but like I'll you know, I'll pull it out for small tasks here and there. So it gets its use. But then my laptop, it like sort of sits in a bag and then I'll mostly use it on the weekend if I'm going to a buddy's house and he wants to play some games or or like, you know, if I need to use it, you know, if I want to hook it up to my TV, I don't really I don't really use my desktop for that. I normally just, you know, dock it to my uh I don't talk about it. like I have like a cable ready uh, to like a cooling pad for my, uh, for my laptop. So like, you know, my laptop has its uses and it, you know, it's, it's there, but it's, it's a computer that's sitting in a bag for like 70% of its life for the most part. Yeah. And my issue with that is, is yeah, like the laptop is more expensive. Like the expensive one with the dock is more expensive than a desktop, but it's like, I can't use my desktop when I'm out. And when I'm in, I can't use my laptop. Like not that I can't, but I, I won't. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of at the point where it's like, well, what, like, like why? Like why have both, you know, it's not really necessarily like a money thing. Like, you know, I could buy both if I really wanted to, but it's just like, why? You know, if, if something's going to spend 70% of its life, you know, in, in a bag and also have like the pain in the ass of like, oh, I is like, is this application installed on my, on my laptop and my desktop? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's that whole like pain where... I'm going to bring my setup, maybe minus my graphics card dock. I'm going to bring my setup everywhere. Now, the main con I can think of is, or the two main, I guess, is, you know, let's call it three. So the price, we already know. That's a pretty big con, but that that's like, I fully acknowledge that. But I think that gets subsidized by the fact that I'm not having two computers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's like, that's like a, a potentially main con, but you know, here and there, but uh, the second one, the second kind of main one that I, that I can think of is the performance. So like, you know, I can't upgrade it and I mean, but I don't, but then, you know, to combat that, I don't really do that to my desktops either. Like I kind of use them until I need a new one and then I'll just go get another one, you know, whether I build it or buy it prebuilt, like that's just sort of what I do. So there's that. There's also uh, with like as a part of that same point. There's the whole graphics card price thing, where like graphics cards are hard to find and they're expensive, and blah 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 blah, and they're like being inflated by the like the Bitcoin miners so, or so whatever. So that's
1: that's gone away now for the most part. Like oh, that's gone away cards, now. Yeah, yeah. Graphics cards have come down to their MSRP, which is their like intended price from the manufacturer. So you, that that's why like you, before the show, you were saying your your friend would give out a new graphics card. He got it for pretty much the price even even a little bit less than what uh the, than what the manufacturer was uh, intending to sell it at
0: okay so all right well that's that's reassuring L- like i said i don't keep up the date with a lot of yeah. this type of stuff so yeah okay it's a good thing you do mm-hmm. so um so yeah so there, like i mean so okay that was a con but like i guess yeah. that's fixed now mm-hmm. but then so then then it comes down to the fact of like okay well what am i using what am i using it for so you just use case so this isn't really the a con but The use case for me is, is I use my computer to work. I'll play games occasionally, but I do play most of my games on a console, whether it be an Xbox or a PlayStation. And I'm kind of at the point where I, you know, because I do go out and we'll play some PC games with some folks, I I do need a gaming computer, Mm -hmm. but my 650Ms, like my two 650Ms, which are older and like now you can get virtually a desktop card in a laptop, um, especially if you use that dock thing. Mm -hmm. uh is is the question now the question remains is is it worth it like is the fact that my 650ms are still are still doing it like i'm still able to do everything but like one or two games that they want to play Mm -hmm. so it's at the point where it's like well if i upgraded like let's say hypothetically i could upgrade it to to something that was twice the power in terms of graphic fidelity you know that would that would that would suit me like i wouldn't have any problem with that Mm -hmm. and so i'm kind of at i'm kind of at this crossroads where you know if i'm gonna like both the laptop and the desktop are reaching a, you know, relatively older age. Mm -hmm. And if, when I go to replace one or both, do I just say, I'm just going to buy a better laptop. Now the biggest con, which is what I saved for last. The biggest con is the lack of redundancy. So right now I've had times where I go to boot up the computer, the computers like, like just screwed up in some way. And I'll just go and boot up the laptop and start working if I need to work right away.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But if I only have one device, And I have to go through an RMA procedure or if I have to go through a warranty procedure and they give me the runaround, which they will for like three weeks or four (laughs) weeks or six weeks or something, or it'll get lost or you, you know, the drill, you know, of, Mm -hmm. of RMAing stuff or getting it fixed. People run around, they lose parts, back orders, what have you. I can't be out of commission. I can't just like message him and be like, yo, I can't like do anything for like four weeks. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to, it's not going to happen. So then then that could be potentially solved by older hardware so the stuff i have now you know i could potentially have that or or and this is this is a potential solution like a real potential solution is actually to have a desktop pc still have a good laptop but have an office desktop so just something i buy used or one of those tiny little lenovos or something where yeah. it's it's literally for work at the desk
1: I think that would be um that would be a solution for someone that's that's thinking of implementing this from scratch, right? Like like but we're talking with our cell like with our situation where you have those backup computers. Like you st- you techn- you still have your desktop, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh so and you still have you'll still have your Lenovo laptop. So I think for for you I don't think that that's a problem the redundancy thing. Um, I, I can see it being a problem for someone that's thinking about like implementing this from scratch, being like, Oh, I'm fresh out of college, my laptop broke, I don't have a computer, what do I do? Like should I do this doc situation or should I not? And then they, they should they should think about that because we even had a client build them the com- a computer while they had a working fully functional computer. We got the like we built them a computer just as a redundancy because their old computer, the one that they were using as the redundancy broke. Even though they never use it, they literally never even switch to it. I don't know if they use it now or not. Uh, We haven't been in contact with them too, too much. But like he just needed those two computers so that he doesn't have any downtime, which makes sense to me, right? Like if money, if time is money, then spending that extra, you know, thousand dollars on a redundant system that will be up and running as soon as you click a button is worth it because computers will go down. Like there's no if ands, or buts. It's, it's when. When will it go down and for what reason? Like sometimes it's a very easy fix, but for someone that's not tech savvy, an easy fix is impossible. They have to go out, they have to get that IT support. So it makes sense. I think for you personally, that's not an issue. I think what you should be considering, there is another thing that I thought of is uh, how much rendering are you going to think about? Like video rendering, how much of that are you going to be thinking about doing? Because even though a laptop will be able to do that obviously really well and all that, like especially a newer laptop with the six core Intel processors. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it'll be, it'll still be fine. It'll still be able to render, but we're talking a considerable improvement in a PC for rendering as well. So I think... I will say I noticed that
0: right now. I will say I noticed that on my Y500. It renders slower.
1: Exactly. It renders slower than the desktop, right?
0: A lot, a lot slower. Yeah.
1: To be fair, on any laptop... Not any, but most laptops that you would buy right now in the high-end range, like a gaming or a performance-based laptop, uh, will render faster than your desktop. Probably by a considerable margin. Like, probably by 50 to to 100% increase. Just due to the
0: age, right?
1: Just due to the age, exactly. Just due to the age. But, again, if you were to instead upgrade to a desktop computer with either the new Ryzen platform or Intel's new, new six core or eight core processors, you're talking like even in a more exponential increase in performance. So because laptops are still kept down, right? Like there's still like the, the clocks are still kept down because there's just not enough room to, to use all that power. So no matter what, you're going to get that like peak performance on the computer. So I think your, your development uh, workflow I don't think that's going to have any sort of I- impact on this because like mostly you do design development, uh, through like, you know, front, front end stuff. So you're not doing any compiling really very, or very little v- compiling, view,
0: but it's not, it's not major. It's not yeah, like, exactly. it's not like I'm computing the world or something, you know?
1: Correct. Yeah. You're not doing, you're not doing any sort of AI. You're not doing any sort of machine learning. So like you're not going to benefit too much from a desktop over a laptop for that. Uh, but I'm, I'm, the only thing I'm worried about is cause you do do video rendering and you do, uh, your Plex stuff as well. Um, so that would be the, that would be my only question to you is like, how much of it do you do and how much do you value that extra, you know, power going forward?
0: That's, that's the thing that sucks too, is, is, is like beyond that, um, beyond that, it's even the fact that I've never, I've never, Had anything but a desktop and a laptop, so it's also Mm -hmm. like a change. So, like what you're saying is like the performance will change and whatever, but and and like so it's it's for it it, it's it's new, totally new to me, which is like I find as a disadvantage. But at the same time, it'll be totally totally new to me, and I might be surprised by the lack of performance, and that's what I'm kind of worried about. Well.
1: Like to be honest, you're not going to be surprised because it's still going to be performing better than all of your devices right now, right? Right. It's my worry. My only worry would be in the future, um, if stuff gets harder to render. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of a use case like where you would be disappointed, but I don't. I really don't think you're going to be disappointed. I think the only issue will be like you are going to be losing a little bit of time on the renders. And right. like, you're going to be, you're not going to reach that potential that you could have reached if you bought a desktop, but you're for sure not going to notice, you're not going to be like, oh, I bought a laptop and now everything's slower. No, everything's going to be faster than your desktop. Right. So you're going to see a m- massive improvement. It's just not going to be as massive as it could have been. And maybe that, like, I don't know if that, if that's an issue for you or not. Like for me, I sometimes like, I don't like not getting the fastest stuff because like, it's almost like a a weird a weird thing with me like i i feel like i've missed out you know what well, I mean?
0: when when you up, it's not like like yeah it's kind of the mentality of you're not upgrading you're not one of those people that upgrade every year so mm-hmm. when you upgrade maybe like when you upgrade the fact that you're being sparing and i'm the same way with the upgrade it kind of feels like you should get i mean the best for your use case obviously you're not getting the best
1: no no yeah. because
0: like right. some stuff's cutting edge that's like experimental drivers or what have like crazy mm-hmm. shit but um like you know, get the the state of the art of your use case. It kind of makes the most sense, really. Because mm-hmm. um, like even with the ZenWatch Two, like I bought one, I bought it and it was older, but my use case was that I I had a Pebble, so like it's not like I was power using my watch. Yeah. So like that like that like that was fine for me. But with this, like I'm doing everything, not literally everything, but virtually everything a computer can do in some way, shape, or form. Some some compiling, some rendering, editing, you know, some, uh, you know, or gaming, you know, Mm -hmm. word processing, everything. I'm kind of doing everything, and 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 I literally need it. Like it's 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 not like as if 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 all my computers just like suddenly like that was it like tomorrow they just none of them turned on, I -hmm. can't work. Like, like I'm in trouble, like it's serious, like it's very serious business. Like I'd be like, well, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's very serious business. Now, one thing I will say actually with that is I, that's one thing I'm worried about is I'm worried about having the redundant device because yeah, I have the desktop today, but when am I going to upgrade it? Maybe the day it doesn't turn on again.
1: Yeah, I understand that. But that you don't have just one redundant device. That's why I'm saying like in your situation, it's not an issue.
0: That's true. Like, I yeah. mean, I could, I, I even have my old like laptop from yeah. college. Like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's great, what I mean. Like but... you,
1: you, don't, you have your old gateway desktop from call. Like you don't have, you don't have the redundancy issue in my, in my eyes. Like you, you will never have a situation where all of your computers are dead. I, I can almost 99.999% guarantee that for you because of the amount of computers you have. And the second thing is like the amount of computers I have, your computer goes down all of your computers go down. Worst case, I get I give you a computer to borrow. You know what I mean?
0: Like yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: In your situation, that shouldn't be a thought process. I like I understand why you brought it up because it's good. It's good for everyone to know that like if they don't have access to all this technology, they have to really think about that. But in my opinion, your situation doesn't warrant that. That shouldn't be what you think about.
0: Because we've been in the field for like let's be serious. Like if you include college men in the field for you know a decade plus at this point, so yeah like it's you know we've accumulated a lot of of tech that's exactly. been updated but like like again since tech tech has been plateauing to an extent like i can use my old gateway yeah like i could do that which exactly. which which wouldn't be possible if if it was like even 6 7 years ago and i had an old laptop like that that it was mm-hmm. at the age of my like, like my gateway it wouldn't have worked you know what i mean but laptops yeah. and desktops are are powerful now they can they can keep yeah. them and if i put an ssd in that thing Like it's gonna be a lot better too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a good point. Like, I don't know. Like the thing another thing I was thinking too is like I could do something like and I don't and this is expensive though. Is is like the surface book with performance base with the surface dock. And it's too expensive.
1: That's too expensive. Like it's just not it's not feasible, like for I don't know. Like it it
0: is it is the device that I like as far as I know, and I've done very little research, (laughs) as far as I know, um, it's like well because people say they play games with the performance base just fine and you can get like the best performance base you get the best model the best performance base you know you get the dock so that it works on your computer with one uh like port Mm plug-in one one Mm -hmm. plug-in so you know if i can play games on that thing and play play them well like better than i can today which i don't know if that i don't know if that's true like i'd have to i have to do my research for that type of thing i only update my knowledge when i'm actually shopping um Mm -hmm. But like, assuming I could, that's the that's the ultimate device. Then I just pick it up and fucking throw it in a mess in your bag, and that's the end of it. It's like it's like my it's my thin and light. It's also my computer. It has my it has like a one plug dock essentially. Yeah. You know, it's it's all Microsoft, so it's a reputable <laughs> yeah. company. I'm all Microsoft, yeah. so it's like everything it's that is that is the it's, device. It's true.
1: You're not you're not wrong. Like if 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 uh. I haven't looked at. I also haven't looked at like the gaming benchmarks. I know the graphics card, like the max graphics card you can get, is a 1060, which is fairly powerful. Like it, it is more powerful than the graphics card you have in your computers right now. Like yeah. even with the even with the Crossfire, it still probably perform better. Um. So like, but but again, I haven't looked. They might have downclocked it. They might have they might have thermal issues. That that would be my only concern because it's such a small thin laptop. Like I can't see it being able to play games for very long without heating heating up to a ridiculous and throttling ridiculous number so that would be my concern if it if it is able to cool down no problem and you're able to play games you are right it's super versatile
0: or the dock or if i were to get a gpu with a dock with the thunderbolt because i think it has thunderbolt
1: i don't think it does it doesn't okay no see I like think, see i gotta have to, that that's stuff yeah. i'd have to learn right i think that the I'm, you know I i'm not no i don't think it does because i think that the the first thing that has thunderbolt was the surface laptop. Oh and okay. then the next thing was that small surface uh which actually no it doesn't have thunderbolt, it just has USB C. Interesting. So I, I think the surface laptop does have Thunderbolt. Like I could be wrong, don't quote me on that. Uh but I don't think any of the surface books or tablets do.
0: Something to look at though for sure. Like yeah. I mean I mean I think I think what I would do, I think like I was just like if I if I were to come up like let's let's hypothetically say today was the day and I was gonna, you know, start yeah, my shopping. Exactly. I would probably the first things I would think of is to look at that ROG tower. There's mm-hmm. like a ROG prebuilt tower. So I would look at that. I would look at, I would look at, um, building out, building out something with good performance. So I'd look at that. So I'd look at, you know, building a custom PC, a prebuilt PC. And then I would, um, take a look at like a laptop and, and, but I would have a few options in there. So I would, I would definitely put the surface book, like the latest surface book with performance base in there with the dock, Uh, and then, uh, have also have like a laptop as well. And then assuming any of any or all of them are compatible, I would have, I would also price out the, the GPU dock Cause I'm not, I don't care about my monitor. Like 1080p is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty, I don't care about monitors, So, um, that's my thing. I don't know. I, no. it, it's, well,
1: let me put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, okay. After this discussion, choose. Just make a choice. I'm not... Yeah, just make a choice. After the discussion we've just had, without doing any more research, what would you choose?
0: Is money an object?
1: Relatively, yeah. Like, consider it... Consider yeah. Definitely consider money in some sort
0: of way. Do you know... Because I need to... I I don't... Because I, I would have to look this up. <laughs> yep. Do you know generally how what the price difference is between let's just say um a desk not a a laptop a good gaming laptop like because you know my use case a good gaming laptop for me with a dock versus a a service book performance base at comparable performance with the dock for me
1: i think it's like two thousand five hundred or three thousand dollar difference
0: there's a three okay well then just laptop with dock i think okay I think I would choose that. Laptop I, with dock. Okay. Because no, no, I fair, fair I, I don't want to pay the designer. I, I almost feel like that's a designer tax.
1: Yeah. And that, that and laptop with dock is, is is over a like a custom PC, right? Like in in your choice right now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's what I, wanted
0: like, to. I I have a I have an expensive PC that has 70% of its life in a bag. It doesn't make sense. I understand. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's full, <laughs> fully fully I just wanted to hear hear uh, like an actual concrete response and I did. All right. So I think I think we can uh we can end it there. We've already gone well over time, so Back hopefully up. everyone oh, enjoyed that
0: packed episode, right? Packed yeah, episode, yeah. Packed episode, yeah. So, uh, did you have any more comments, Mike? Or I'll no, take I'm us No, I'm good. Here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so, uh, thanks for listening, and make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing on your platform of choice. You can also follow us on all the socials at HTML All the Things, which is on Facebook and on Instagram at HTML everything on twitter we're also on medium we're also on github and remember we are now on patreon so you can go to patreon.com slash html all the things and give that a go take a look at the tiers and support your favorite show hopefully and uh, feel free to leave a comment or a review on the platform you're listening to this on and we are signing off